A better than nothing habit is easy for you to repeat again and again until it's on autopilot. Happy day. This is the Wellness 717 Podcast. I'm Dr. Jeff Ludwig. I'm the host of this show. This is sponsored by Camp Hill Family Chiropractic. And the aim of this show is to give this community information so you can make smart, safe, and sane healthcare decisions. So as they say, relax and enjoy the show. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Wellness 717 Podcast. Dr. Jeff here, trying to share a message with you that I think is important for us all to grasp. And the title of this podcast is Better Than Nothing. Subtitle would be The Willingness to Be Bad, right? Better Than Nothing, The Willingness to Be Bad at Something. So... You're probably wondering, what, what what do you mean by that, Dr. Jeff? Um, and my question is, are you willing to be bad at a desired behavior that you have? Do you hate being bad at stuff? Or do you have a go big or go home type of attitude? Are you that type of person? There's nothing wrong with that. Do you quit exercising because you weren't willing to be bad at it? That's a great question, isn't it? Well, here's why we need to be willing to be bad at something. Being good requires that our effort and our motivation needs to be equivalent. In other words, the harder a thing is for us to do, the more motivation we need to do that thing. And you might have noticed that motivation isn't something that we can always muster on command. Whether we like it or not, motivation comes and motivation goes. When motivation goes away, plenty of research shows that we as humans tend to follow the law of least effort and do the easiest thing. Right? I think we've all been through that. Right? If, if, if there's an easier road to go down and a lot of things in life, wow, maybe that's the direction we think that we should go. Now, when you have new behaviors, they require a lot of effort because change is certainly hard. But change can require a lot of motivation, which we can't count on having all the time. This is why we often don't do the things that we really need to do. So to get things done, what's important are routines. Routines are certainly important, but to establish a routine in a skill, we need to let ourselves be bad at it first. That's right, bad. We don't need to focus on perfection. Do you have a wish list of things that you really want to do? Or a wish list of things when it comes to improving your health, whether it's exercise, nutrition, positive mental attitude, meditation, or even rest, right? Creating a buffer. But the challenge is sometimes we have a fear of being bad and that we never actually begin 
going towards that behavior that we want to achieve. So fear has something to do with this. Absolutely. We're afraid of being bad. Well, I have news for you. You can do and be those things, but you need to be okay. And you need to be okay with starting right now and being bad at something. Now, the only sole requirement is that you stop trying to be so good. Give yourself a break. You'll need to abandon your grand plans, at least temporarily. And you must allow yourself to do something, something so small that it's only slightly better than doing nothing at all. Over the years, I've coached swimming and being a swimmer myself. And one of the focuses that I have when someone's starting a new season, right, where they've already had a break and they might be out of shape, is just focus on getting through the first two weeks of practice, right? You're going to go through pains. You're not going to be able to find your skill set, your strokes. You're going to be tired. All these things are normal. But then again, we're changing our routine. We're changing our habits. And if you're just focusing on swimming your fastest or running your fastest at the beginning, well, you're probably going to be disappointed and you're going to end up maybe stop doing that activity or maybe not putting the effort in that you need to have. So keep those grand ideas, those grand goals ahead of you. But it's okay, especially when you start to be bad at something. Give yourself a break. So ask yourself, how can you strip down that thing that you've been meaning to do into something that is so easy that you could do it every day with barely a thought? Because if your big objective is to eat lots of leafy greens and maybe you can start by adding one lettuce leaf to your sandwich at lunch, don't worry, you'll do more. But this better than nothing behavior isn't your ultimate goal. Because for now, just do something ridiculously easy that you can do it even when nothing in your life is going as planned. Remember, give yourself a break. On those days where you're having trouble getting started or getting things done, you need to understand that acting is better than doing nothing. Starting is better than doing nothing. Something as simple as a one-minute meditation is relaxing and restful, and you can build upon that. A single leaf of romaine lettuce has a half gram of fiber and other important nutrients. A one-minute walk gets us outside and moving, which our bodies really need. So don't be afraid of achieving this big goal of losing 20 pounds or getting in shape or whatever other act that you're trying to do, whatever other goal that you're trying to accomplish to improve your health, keep those goals in front of you, those grand goals, but just start and start small. You know, someone told me a long time ago, and you've probably heard this saying, how do you eat an elephant? Well, small bites. You can't eat the elephant all at once. So try doing this behavior of better than nothing. See how it goes. Your goal is repetition, not high achievement. Let yourself be mediocre at whatever you're trying to do. 
but be mediocre every day. You see the difference? Because when you take only one step, but you take a step every day, and if you're better than nothing habit doesn't actually seem better to you than doing nothing, remember that you are getting started at something and that initiating a behavior is often the hardest part. By just getting started, you are establishing a neural pathway in your brain for a new habit. This makes it much more likely that you'll succeed with something more ambitious down the line. And once you've hardwired a habit into your brain, you can do it without thinking, and more importantly, without needing much willpower or effort at all. A better-than-nothing habit is easy for you to repeat again and again until it's on autopilot. Not because you feel like you should exercise or do that activity, or that you had to do more to impress people, that's another topic for another day, but because it felt more natural to keep doing that activity than it felt to stop it. You know, it can be incredibly tempting, especially for us overachievers, to want to do more. But I must warn you, the moment in which you are no longer willing to do something unambitious is the moment in which you risk everything. The moment you think you should do more is the moment you introduce difficulty. It is the moment that you eliminate the possibility that your activity will be easy and even enjoyable. So it's also the moment that will require a lot more motivation from you. And if the motivation isn't there, that's when you end up checking your phone instead of doing whatever it is that you intended to do, or you'll stay on the couch binge watching TikTok videos or Netflix. Am I talking to you? The whole idea behind the better than nothing habit is that it doesn't depend on motivation. It's not reliant on having a lot of energy. And you do not have to be good at this. All you need to do is to be willing to settle for doing something that is just a smidge better than nothing. So the key here is consistency. To paraphrase the Dalai Lama, our goal is not to be better than other people, it's just to be better than our previous selves. You know, it turns out that to grow as people, we need only to do something small. And when we abandon our grand plans and great ambitions in favor of taking that first teeny tiny step, we shift. And it is that tiny shift that our grand plans and great ambitions are truly born. This is how we need to start without being difficult and without the stress to lead us down the road to achieve these goals. So when researching this project to speak to you on this podcast, I got a little news flash that I want to share with you. I'm never going to be perfect at everything that I try. And you know what? That's okay. I've accepted the fact that I'm not going to be an Olympian level swimmer or a brilliant musician or paint like goofy haired genius Bob Ross. So the reward at the end of this, of willing to be bad at something, is joy. 
There is a lot of joy to be found in doing things just for kicks. So here's an example. When was the last time you started something just to start? Just for the joy of doing the thing, not whatever end result you might think you need. We should revel in the joy of doing things we will never master. We can dabble, we can meander, we can dip our toes in projects, and we might not have any business even being in there. And not feeling the need to tell anyone about how much we did or didn't accomplish. Isn't that a great mindset? So let me say that again. We should revel in the joy of doing things we will never master. Let that be okay for you. Now this does come with a few side effects. You're probably not going to post about your efforts on Instagram or promote the heck out of whatever you just did. But that's one benefit of simply enjoying the process, right? It's not the reward at the end. It's really the process. That's the key to getting anything done in life, enjoying the process. You can have a private exercise that's just for you, not for the public. They don't need to know or consume what's going on in your life. But you'll find joy in embracing your willingness to be bad. So your initial power and momentum will come from the willingness to do it all. And the recipe is that you will need things like curiosity. You will need kindness, stamina, and a willingness to look stupid, right? Not just bad. And let yourself be okay with that. So here's how you can cultivate an attitude of joy while you try and try again to accomplish a task. Number one, remind yourself no one's watching as closely as you. You might think they are, but especially if you don't post on Instagram or on Facebook, then you don't have to worry about it. So often we don't try new endeavors because of that little voice that says, but what will everybody think? I'm here to kindly tell you, no one is thinking about you. Not in the mean way. Your friends and family, they do care about your well-being and hopefully support you, but they are not monitoring your progress like they're a paid in full life coach. Here's my bet based on what I've witnessed over the years. They will cheer you on and perhaps even be inspired by your ability to try something new. Even if you don't crush it, even if you spectacularly miss the mark. And if someone does judge you, well, guess what? That's on them. It's not on you. You just keep tackling those mini goals, those small goals, one by one. Number two, embrace progress over perfection. Maybe you want to become a painter, uh, a musician, uh, someone that's good at art, someone that's a good runner, someone who wants to be a good swimmer. Um, Maybe you want to be good at meditation. And so what I want you to do with whatever that is, whatever that gut feeling of things that you want to accomplish in your life, especially when we talk about your health, ask yourself, Do you have 
to be the best? Let me say that again. Do you have to be the best? Question mark. Or do you only want to learn a new skill? You know, the finish line goal doesn't have to be your primary focus. What are your stepping stone goals? Creating these provides you with the little loops of feedback, right? We need feedback for that motivation to keep going. Because when you have the feedback, when you achieve one of these things, your confidence grows and you move on to the next level. Number three point in finding joy. Keep track of your starting point. Remember where you began. A funny thing happens when you start something new and put in a little bit of energy, just a little bit. You probably underestimated the amount of effort it takes to excel. And then you end up with this thing called effort shock. Effort shock is when you go, all right, this is hard, and yet a different emotion arises as you keep going. As you do get better, you forget where you started. That's why it's crucial to monitor your progress. You can keep a creative diary where you document your process, and after a few months, flip back to the beginning and be amazed how little you knew then and how much you know now. It will be the I got this proof you need the next time you start something new. Step number four, recognize where you are today. This is so, so important. We, we focus just a second ago on the starting point, but recognize where you are today. I think our willingness to try new things can change. But the only question you truly have to ask is, if I'm willing to be bad, will this bring me joy? And if the answer is 100% yes, or even 50% or 60% yes, then guess what? It's time to begin. Are you going to begin today? Well, start by willing to be bad. Start with a better than nothing attitude and add these little skills one after one after one. And the end result will be an accomplishment without judging, without comparing. And you'll end up with joy. I guarantee it. Well, thanks everybody for listening to this special podcast called Better Than Nothing, The Willingness to Be Bad. Hopefully you got a few value bombs in there that can help you make good changes in your life in a positive way. And if you did get something out of this, I encourage you to share this with a family or friend, a loved one, and help change their lives too. Because that's what this podcast is all about, is changing this community in the 717 area code of Central Pennsylvania. I'm Dr. Jeff Ludwig, and I do encourage you to subscribe to our channel on whatever platform you're listening to right now. And as always, as we begin our week, be well and be blessed.